0: Hallelujah. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. If we can stand to our feet, I want to just say this as a point of clarity. I know we got so many people with the same names in our church. So I know my wife was praying this morning, but I want us to be um, sure about who we're praying for. We're praying for Miss Jacqueline Pinkney. Um, I visited her in the hospital this week. Um, and I, and I will say this, uh, the Lord told us to teach us to number our days. So God has a set time for us to be on the earth. Um, and this, this, is a time where Miss Jackie has been reflective on her days on the earth. So I just ask that you pray for her. You have prayed for Brian that there may be wisdom and peace in this season. Uh, we'll share more as the time comes along but they need a level of peace and uh, I know we we got Miss Betty in the house of the Lord today but we were praying for another Miss Betty we always praying for you Miss Betty but we were uh, she was lifting up Miss Betty Harvest for those of you who know Miss Betty Harvest she lives right across the street dealing with dialysis and uh, just the issues of life so let's continue to keep her lifted in prayer amen Psalm chapter 139. If you have your Bibles, I want you to go there. It's so good to see everybody in the house of the Lord this morning. It's good to see you, Nashira, that the Lord is keeping you in this season and blessing you. Psalm chapter 139. I want us to look at verses 13 and 14 and somebody look at a woman and say, Don't get mad at the pastor. All right, y'all, y'all already know. Y'all already know where I'm going. I don't want the women to get mad at me this morning. Verse number 13, I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Version of the Bible. Just a little different version, but I like what it says. The Bible says, for it was you who created my inward parts. Somebody say, "My my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Verse 14 says, I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and I know this very well, for it was you who created my inward parts and you knit me together in my mother's womb. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to minister from this subject this morning, God's type of woman. Somebody say God's type of woman. I know this is women's month but I, I, I pray even during this men's month that there was something that the woman women could glean and I believe God will also speak likewise to our men uh, because God created us in the image and likeness of him the enemy has consistently and fervently watched this attacked our image by attempting watch this to discredit our image I don't know about anybody else but the enemy will attack us fervently and consistently to discredit our image he also tries to distort our image somebody say distort and here's one of the other ways that he tries to attack our image he will devalue our image and the enemy attacks our image in such a way all in attempt to deceive us to believe that we are not who God created us to be this is why he does so he does so to deceive us somebody shout deceive so the critical question we got to ask ourselves is, who did God create us to be? Genesis 131 declares that he looked upon his creation and saw that it was very good. And this word good in Genesis 131 is the Hebrew word, watch this, which means pleasant, pleasant pure and pleasing. So in other words, what the enemy attempts to do concerning our image is cause us to believe that our image is not pleasing in the sight of God. He wants us to believe that our image is not pure in the sight of God. And he wants us to believe that our image is not pleasant in the sight of God. This is what the enemy tries to do. And this is why many to include believers have found themselves easily comparing our images to others. The reason why we compare our image to others is because God, the enemy, does not want us to believe, watch this, that our image is pleasing unto him. This is why many believers have easily cried over our image. It's not because you don't like how you look. It's because of the enemy has tried to deceive you. Somebody say deceive me. And this is why many believers have easily condemned themselves because of their image. And if we can be honest, we live in a world where certain images and body types are promoted and personified so much so that it causes us even the more to compare, cry, and condemn ourselves if we don't fit the image that the world glorifies. Do do y'all hear me? Many times, the reason why many of us compare, we cry over our images, we condemn our body types and our images is because we believe our images and body types don't fit the image that the world glorifies. Tell your neighbor, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. deceived. Uh, And watch this, because God does not need you to change what he has created good. I need y'all to hear this. So here's a word of wisdom. There is a difference between caring for our bodies and watch this and changing our bodies to fit the desires of the world. There's a difference between caring for our bodies, which is God's desire. There's a difference between that and changing our bodies. Watch this to fit the desires of men And, and hear this. We're called to steward our bodies, not change our bodies to seduce a man. How many of y'all have known women not to steward their bodies, but they change their bodies only to seduce a man? Somebody say the devil is alive. I told y'all, don't get mad at me this morning. Women need to stop. Watch this, trying to be a man's type for a man that don't even talk to God. We've got women that want to be a type of for a man that for a man that don't even talk to God. Don't talk to me about my body if you don't talk to God. Oh, y'all don't like that this morning. Because as women, your images have been tailor-made by God. Therefore, the only one you need to talk to about how to steward your image is the one who tailor-made your image. My wife will talk to me concerning some things concerning her image and her body, but I'm not the one who should govern her body. Y'all, did y'all hear what I just said? I don't govern her body because I did not tailor make it. So I've got to make sure if I'm going to talk to anybody about my body and my image, somebody say, it better be God. 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 So watch this as we enter into women's month and as we pr- pursue wisdom for the whole woman. I think it's ins- essential that we gain wisdom this month concerning the soul of women. We're going to talk about the soul of women. Y'all talked about that a little bit this morning. We're going to talk about the spirit of women. We're going to talk about the sisterhood of women. And then we'll also talk about the security of women, especially the security of women concerning their images. Somebody say my body before the Lord. Did y'all hear that? I want you to have a level of security concerning your images in your body before the Lord. So here this during this month, me and my wife, I'm gl- grateful for it cause she she's being obedient this month. We're gonna tag team Women's Month. So we'll 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 I'll go this Sunday, she'll come next Sunday. We're gonna tag team it. Somebody say tag team. Yes. Therefore, this morning is my prayers that we give no thought watches to a man's type of woman. Many women have spent their energy trying to be a man's type and never asking God, what is your type? We spend all of our energy and watches, not even your energy. Somebody save my money. money. Y'all got lashes. Y'all got hair done and I like the lashes and your hair done. But does God like it? so we've got to give an understanding of what the type of woman that God has created you to be, y'all don't like me this morning why is this critical to understand somebody may be saying why is this critical, because watch this the level in which you view yourself will determine the level of victory you walk in the reason why how I view my image and body is so significant because the level in which you view yourself is going to determine the level of victory you walk in Ah, Y'all don't believe me because Proverbs 23 and 7, I don't know if I have it on my screen. The Bible says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Ah, So herein lies one of the reasons that the enemy consistently defeats many believers to include women is because many have a defeated view of themselves. Ah, Y'all, we're defeated in our bodies. We're defeated in our minds. We're defeated in our spirits and we're defeated in our souls. Therefore, if we desire to have victory in our walk with God, to be our portion then we must be confident that we are God's type of woman. And I believe our foundational text reveals why why we are God's type of woman. So here's all I want to do. I want to examine our text. Let's look at verse 13a. The Bible says, for it was you who created my inward parts. No matter your history, you were created because you were in the heart of God. No, no, no matter what your history looks like, you've got to be confident that you were on the heart of God. And herein lies one of the ways in which the enemy attempts to attack the images of believers, especially women. He attempts to make you believe that as, that as a result of how you got here or how your life is going, that you were not on the mind of God when he created you. Did y'all hear what I just said? He, he tries to get us to believe that how we got into the earth and how my life is going, that I was not on the mind of God when he created me. Somebody say I was created divinely. Somebody may be saying, what do I mean? Because we were almost aborted, the enemy wants you to believe that you were not on the mind of God. Because our parents abandoned us, the enemy wants us to believe that we were not on the mind of God. And even because we may have suffered some level of abuse, and watch this, consistent abuse along this journey called life, the enemy wants us to believe that we were not on the mind of God. That's what he causes us to believe. But the devil is alive. We were not a mistake. We were on the mind of God. Watch this. Before he even created us. I've got to know that. I've got to know that my life is not a mistake. But watch this. I was on the mind of God before he even created me. Somebody say I'm not a mistake. I'm not a mistake. No, notice this is why our foundational text says. For it was you who created Uh, in other words we're not a mistake we're not a mess we're not even a misfit because the master created us how many of us have declared our lives "I I believe I was a mistake I believe my life is a mess I believe that I'm a misfit and I don't even fit in and God says I'm the master and I created you and really what we're saying is that the master created not a masterpiece but a mess in other words, what God wants us to know is that we were created divinely. This means God created women on purpose and with purpose. Ooh, that's good news to me. As the Lord spoke this concerning Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1, 5, 8, so he speaks this concerning women. Notice what the Bible says. Before I formed you in the womb, somebody say, I knew you. That means God knew me before he formed me. Somebody say he knew me. Oh, that's good news to me. That means you were not an afterthought of God. The plans that God has for you were prepared, somebody say, in advance. That that, that means the very purpose of God that he has for me were prepared, somebody say, in advance. And even the promises of God that he has for me, watch this, were prepared in advance. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but that's good news to me. You're not an afterthought. You were prepared in advance. Notice what Romans 830 declares. It says "Moreover, whom he predestined, he also called whom he called. Therefore, he also justified whom he justified. These he also glorified. That means everything that God has done and will do in your life was divinely done. In other words, with purpose and for his purpose. I I need y'all to catch this. Romans 830 reminds us that our creation in God was divinely done. Our our calling in God was divinely done. Our cleansing in God was divinely done. And even our celebration in God was divinely done. Somebody say it was prepared in advance. advance. And here's what the enemy wants you to struggle with. He wants you to struggle um, with what you can't see. In other words, he does not want you to be secure and sure in what the Lord has spoken. Y'all know when my life don't look like what the Lord has spoken over my life? It causes me to struggle to believe that I'll ever walk in it. So the enemy always trusts, he's always going to test us on what we can't see. The Lord may have spoken, it, but somebody say, I can't see it. But here's the good news: even what you can't see now, it's already been settled in the mind of God. Did y'all hear what I just said? Even when I can't see it now, it's been settled in the mind of God. Notice this: everything in Romans 8:30 was past tense. Did y'all see that? The Bible says that we were already called. That somebody say that's past tense. We were already justified. Somebody say that's past tense. We were already glorified. Somebody say that's past tense. Because when it's divinely done, it's already done. I've got a shout on the word. Oh, that's good news to me, y'all. When it's been settled in the mind of God, it's already done. Even when we can't see it, watch this. We have to declare that its season is simply on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody say it's already, done. it's already done. This is why 2 Corinthians 1.20 declares, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him. Amen. Yeah. That means everything the Lord has spoken over you and everything that the Lord has said concerning you has already been settled. Yeah. Here's the problem with a lot of believers. We don't know how to hear his voice. The reason why this is why the enemy will. Oh, this is why the Bible says my sheep know my voice and another. They will not follow. Maybe you're not a sheep. The reason it's not settled in your spirit is maybe you don't know how to hear the voice of God. But when he's spoken, it somebody say it's already, it's already been settled. Everything concerning your life has already been settled. The words over your life, hear this, are not prophecies. I know we like to throw that word around, but they're promises. Somebody say yes and, amen. yes and amen. They're already done. I've been divinely created. And when God created me, that means everything concerning my life that he wanted to fulfill, somebody say it's already done. We struggle with God at what God has already spoken over my life. But I've got to know, women, we've got to know that we're not a mistake. We're not a mess. We're not a misfit. But somebody say, I'm his masterpiece. masterpiece. I was on the mind of God. Ooh, that's good news. So the first thing I needed us to understand, concerning your body, concerning your image, you were divinely created. Somebody say, "I I was divinely created. Now let's look at verse 13b. The Bible says, you knit me together in my mother's womb. Our creation, watch this. I said that we were on the mind of God. So our creation was both intentional and intricate. Intentional and intricate. That means every detail of our lives to include my body. Somebody say to include my body. See, we don't like that part. Was planned by God and prepared by God. Everything about me was planned by God and prepared by God. So when I came out of my mama's womb, it was a surprise to my mama, but not to God. We were created, somebody say, with details. God was detailed in how he created me. Uh, So that means, watch this, Uh, the Lord consider, watch this, our foundational text says, the Lord knit us together. Consider, I know some of y'all, some of the men probably like, I don't know nothing about knitting. I'm going to tell you a little something about knitting. Consider the very detailed task of knitting. Uh, the, old, the old mothers of old would sit there for days to knit something together. All right? They would knit the little blanket together for the baby. It would take them, somebody say days. And so, so, so even in the natural, how detailed knitting is, so it is with us in the spirit. The Lord was concerned, watch this, about every detail of our life. He he was concerned about it. When when people would knit, they were concerned about every detail, every stitch. Uh, Not only that, the Lord was careful with every detail of our life. One little loop that you miss will mess up the whole knitting process. God, God, God was careful. And watch this, the Lord created every detail of our life. Because we were created with details. And watch this. When you know you were created with details, you should never have disdain about the details of your life. I had to learn that. When I realized people walked out of my life, somebody say, God already knew. knew. When people hurt me and said things about me that did not sit well with my spirit, somebody say, "God God already knew. So I should never have disdain on that. When I know that God created the details. God knew that would happen. Watch this. He planned it and prepared it. Because there was a purpose in the details. They, They never create something with knitting. Without having a purpose for the details. Every stitch had a purpose. And many of us find disdain in how we were created. And God created the details. Notice this. Despite how you feel, every color, every contour, every curve, and I need some of these women to say this. Don't get mad at the pastor. Somebody say every crease. every crease. We have. God created it. And if God created it, then we should celebrate it. How many folk try to change their color? How many folk try to reshape curves? How many folks try to get rid of the crease? Yeah. And God said, I put details in you. Somebody say it's in the details. See, y'all don't like that. Y'all don't like that this morning. Don't get mad at me. Somebody say, get mad at God. God. We've got to love. Somebody say, love yourselves. I remember I was working my first job, and, and, and she was trying to be funny with the girl, but she asked the girl, do you love yourself? And you come in here looking with that little face on, little mug face. Do you love yourself? Every detail God created. And God said, celebrate what I've created in your life. Watch this because what I created I had purpose for. Right. See, y'all, like, see, well, and I'm going to tell you how there's purpose in the details. Uh, this is why J- um, Jesus reminded us with these words in Luke 12:7. But the very hairs of your head are all, somebody say all. Numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are more value than many sparrows. In other words, God finds um, um, value in every unique detail of our lives, and so should we. God planned our every detail. God was patient with our every detail. And God was precise with our every detail. He, but yet, here's what the enemy wants us to do. And it's caused many of us to point out every negative in our details rather than seeing God's ne- necessity for our every detail. When we look at our body, we look at negative. When we look at that curve or that crease, we see negative. When we look at that color, we see negative, but we never see God's necessity. Right. Somebody say there's necessity in my detail. In my detail. Mm, nobody don't like Pastor Keith this morning. We find fault in our hair. We find fault in our height. We even find fault in our hips. But hear this. God uses every detail of our life for his desire. Notice what Romans 8, 28 says. For we know that all things, somebody shout all again. That means every detail of us work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. That means when we attempt to change the details of our lives that God has created, we may just be, watch this, getting in the way of fulfilling the Lord's desires for our life. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't like that. I need y'all to hear what I just said. When we, get in the, when we try to change the details of our lives, maybe we are getting in the way of God using the details to fulfill the purpose that he has for our lives. Somebody may be saying, what do I mean? What what? my body got to do with that? The original detail maybe was to draw your husband and not somebody who would hit you. Somebody say, it's in the details. details. My wife had to tell me when I first met her, these ain't my eyes. I appreciate you not telling me them not your eyes. I was not drawn by the eyes. It wasn't her hair either. (laughs) I wasn't caught up in that, but there was some other details. Watch this. Watch this. Listen, there was some other details that drew her husband and not somebody that would hit her. And we spend so much time trying to change details. And you've got a man beater in your home. Yeah. A woman beater. I mean, a man need to beat him down, too. Watch this. That original detail maybe was to draw your friend and not your folk. Somebody say somebody that would envy you. And that original detail maybe was to draw your intercessor and not your irritator. Because watch this, you finding fault in the details of God may just dictate your future. A lot of us have tried to change the details of our lives to fit into cliques that God ain't never called us to to fit into circles that God ain't never called us to to fit into communities that God never called us to and watch this me trying to change the details of, of, of what God has created me, me to do maybe getting in the way of God's desires being fulfilled over my life somebody say it's in the details see it's in the details, it's in, it's in the details. Don't, somebody say don't change your body uh, y'all don't like that this morning. And hear this, I'm going to be out your way. Verse 14a says this. I will praise you because I've been remarkably, somebody say fearfully, and wonderfully made. You were created, watch this, as both the glory and for the glory of God. That, that, that means our, our images and our bodies should reflect the wonder and workmanship of God. And God gets glory in this. Notice this. This is why we were created for devotion. And one definition of devotion is observance. I need y'all to stay with me. In other words, God rejoices in our image because we are a reflection of his glory. When I told somebody say, don't play with God's glory. Don't play with God's glory. When God created me, what he was saying is that I'm a reflection of his glory. And whenever I try to change what God has created, I taint his glory. Somebody say, don't taint his glory. Uh, and and notice this the Bible says this in Psalm 8 verses 4-5 through I need y'all to see this the Bible says what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him for you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor in other words we were created to be crowned with glory our lives our bodies and our images are a reflection of God's glory that's good news to me that means watch this Whenever we find disdain in our image, we deny our crown. When I start looking at myself in the mirror and how I don't like this and how I don't like that, somebody say I deny my crown. When I start comparing myself to what folk on TV and all these folk that got so, somebody say multiple surgeries. I, I, I deny my crown the very way in which God created us, he says, I've created you as a crown of glory. And every time I find disdain in my body, in my image, I deny my crown. In other words, we don't boast in our image, but we bestow his glory through our image. So here's the critical questions we gotta ask ourselves is this. I believe it's on our screens. What in me... Do I allow God's glory to be bestowed? What do I rejoice in concerning me so that a reflection of God's glory might be shown? There should be something that I can rejoice in concerning my image and my body. Somebody say there should be something. something. And this is why it's so critical to have women in our lives. And somebody say "Godly godly women. Well, they can say, girl, no, you look good in that. Girl, no, I love how you just did your hair like that. There should be something that I can rejoice in. Because watch this. My body is a reflection of his glory. It's a reflection. Somebody say it's a reflection. It's a reflection. And watch this. And I put it on your screen. The image you can't rejoice in causes glory. God's glory not to be reflected. That's a sad tragedy, y'all. Notice what Ephesians 2, a says. For we are his workmanship. There should be something that we can declare concerning us that is God's workmanship. From your poise to your personality, there should be something that we can say concerning us that is God's workmanship. If you can't declare something over your life that God I thank you for this because I see that this is your workmanship. It was not the work of I, it was not the work of my mama, but it was your workmanship. And if you can't say that somebody say I deny his glory. I deny his glory. I deny his glory. Watch this because at the very least the worth that we find in our image should be as a result that we are God's workmanship. It ain't because your man think you look so good. No, somebody say, I'm his workmanship. It's not because you a model and you stunt and you an IG model that somebody say, that's Instagram. No, I'm God's workmanship. Watch this. If we can't find worth in the fact that you are God's workmanship, how can someone else? Did y'all hear what I just said? If you can't find worth in the fact that you are God's workmanship, how can someone else? You were created, somebody say all of me, all of to give him glory and reflect his glory. And this is why all of us, including women, were created for devotion. Listen, I just, I just need us to celebrate who we are. None of this is going to matter about wisdom for the whole woman if we can't celebrate who we are. And I don't care if that man don't celebrate you. Somebody say, God celebrates me. God celebrates me. Because the level in which you view yourself will determine the level of victory you will walk in, and we always watch this. It's not that women and just people in general try to fit, try to um, fix their bodies for themselves, it's because of the lens of someone else. All right. All right. We're looking through the lens of someone else. It may be the TV, it may be the magazine, it may be that woman that sits next to you at work, but we're looking and trying to change our bodies through the lens of someone else. And the reason that many of us don't walk in the level of victory that God wants us to walk walk in is because we do not view ourselves through the right lens. Somebody say, I'm God's type of woman. And this is how we can walk in a level of victory. And the sad reality is that too many believers, to include women, consistently walk in defeat. I know my wife trying to do this little workout stuff and get herself together, but somebody say she's God's workmanship. So many people try to get themselves together to keep a marriage for a man that don't talk to God. I ain't doing nothing if you don't talk to God. I'm wasting my time trying to get myself together for somebody who don't talk to God. Watch this. And because they have a distorted and defeated view of themselves, we should never walk in defeat. And that's why we've got to understand that we've been created divinely. We've been created with details. And we were created for devotion. Our images that we were created in were intentional by God. Y'all got to know that. At every, every curve, every crease, every contour, watch this, God was intentional about it. God was intricate with our lives and our images and our bodies. And watch this, and inspirational for God, it gives, somebody say, him glory. We were created on purpose for his purpose. Yet I believe there's a greater understanding that we must receive God concerning God's type of woman. Notice the latter portion of our foundational text. The Bible says your works are wonderful, and I know this very well. This means the Lord delights, or either word, in other words, finds pleasure, or is pleased in his creation. Then so should we. If God is pleased with our bodies and our images, then so should we. Watch this. We simply steward our bodies and our images so that God might be pleased with them. And once God is pleased, somebody say that settles it. So, so, so my wife is on this journey, not to please a man, but to please the master. God, I'm going to steward my body. I'm not saying don't steward your body. I'm not saying don't care for your body, but you care for it to the degree that God is pleased. I ain't trying to get no six pack for my wife. I know she might like that. But I want to do it until God says he's pleased. If, I, if I'm not getting up and I'm not walking and I'm not, I'm not taking care of the very body that God created, God, I just want to walk until you say you're pleased. God, I just want to work out until you say you're pleased. And if you're pleased, watch this. That settles it. And watch this if I talk to God and I'm married, uh, when God is pleased, I'm pleased too. And many of us have folk. In our circle that we're trying to compare ourselves to, cry over our images concerning, condemn ourselves concerning, and not worrying about if God is pleased. God, I'm only gonna steward it until you say, You're yeah, pleased. Because the only thing that we need to hear is well done. Somebody say, well done. well done. Not from no man, not from your friend, not from your coworker, not from the girl that's on the TV screen, but somebody say from the master. God says he finds delight in our bodies and our images. And as soon as God is pleased, so am I. I want our, all of us to stand to our feet. Those of you who've cried over your bodies, those of you who have condemned yourselves because of your bodies, those of you who said, I'm going to compare myself to such and such because she seemed like she get all the men. Somebody say the devil is a liar. I'm God's type of woman. So every woman say that I'm God's type of woman. woman. I want you to steward your bodies and your images until God says he's pleased. And somebody say, "That's that's all that matters. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We honor you, God, for today. God, I honor you, God, for these women in this place. God, I know it's easy to cry. It's easy to compare. It's easy to condemn when we don't fit the image that the world glorifies. But God, we thank you, God, that you have a type of woman. And God, we honor you for that today. I pray for these women, God. I pray as they have to endure this world. They have to endure through IG models. They have to endure through all these women that try to keep up with statuses and look like such and such. I I pray for these women who have to deal with men who don't even talk to you. I pray for these women today, God. Cause them to know God that as long as you're pleased that's all that matters strengthen these women God we pray strengthen these women God we pray cause us God to care for our bodies because that's your desire and not change our bodies to seduce a man we pray for that God today thank you God that you created us divinely God that we were on your mind before you even created us you said you knew us before you formed us in our mother's womb so thank you for that God cause every woman in this place to know they're not a mistake to know they're not a mess to know they're not a misfit but they've been created by the master they've been divinely made and God I thank you God that you created them with details let them not try to change a color Let them not try to change a curve. Let them not try to change a crease. God, unless you say it. God, for you created us with details. And maybe, God, the very details of our lives are called to fulfill the desires that you have for our life. And I thank you, God, that we were created for devotion. For your glory. For your glory. For your glory. God, these women have been created for your glory. And God, let them find something in themselves that they can say that I am God's workmanship. There's something about me, God, that I did not do, but you did it. And God, we thank you now. Find delight in us, God. Not just in our personality and not just in the work we do, but God, find delight in our bodies and our images. God, when you can find delight in that, God, will be pleased. Help us to be pleased with our images and our bodies, God, we pray. No longer will we find this disdain, but will pursue and steward our bodies until you are pleased. And every woman in this place who said they'll do that, and I pray for every man that you'll never try to tell your woman what to change. Ask them to talk to God about it. And if God is pleased, I'm pleased too. ever believe in this place that believe that. Say, thank God. And amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Look at a woman and say, "You look good today, girl." You look good today, girl. Y'all 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 look good today. Y'all look good today and we have to believe that. Somebody say you got to believe that. You got to believe that. The world is has messed us up y'all the world has messed us up there's somebody that's watching this morning who says i cannot believe that i'm god's workmanship because i've never been in relationship with god well this is a good morning to give your life to christ you may be saying i need to be in relationship with him I i can't find delight in my body because i did not even know that god finds delight in me if that's you this morning, you say you want to give your life to Christ. The Bible says if you can confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you can be saved. What are you confessing? You're confessing that you're a sinner in need of a savior. That we've all sinned and fallen short of his glory. You're also confessing that Jesus Christ is the only savior. John 14:6. 6, that Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the father but me. So if you say that I'm a sinner in need of a savior, that Jesus is that only savior and watch this. The Bible says that even the demons believe. So in other words, the demons believe in Jesus, but they do not serve and worship him. So I've got to say that I'm going to allow the Lord to, to um, lord over my life. You got many people who go to church, but Christ still does not lead them and lord them. So if you want to be lorded by Jesus Christ, the Bible says if you can confess those things and believe those in your heart, you can be saved. If you made that declaration this morning, just say, I want to be saved this morning. I believe that this morning. Put that in the comment box. Maybe somebody here this morning, you can just lift your hand. Say, I want to be saved. I want to pray for that one online. Father, we thank you. We honor you, God, for this great decision. And they made the greatest decision of their life to give their lives to you. And God, I pray now, God, that you would disciple them, cause them to connect with a church, God, that would disciple them and lead them in the way that they should go. God, give them a shepherd that will shepherd their lives, guide them, protect them, God, and lead them to by still waters. And God, I pray now, God, that they know that their salvation is sure. For your word declares that anyone the father puts in your hand, the enemy and no one can snatch away. So we thank you, God, for salvation that is sure in you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. As a matter of fact, God, the Word, your word declares that heaven rejoices when one repents. We thank you, God, for now that heaven is rejoicing. And we rejoice with heaven together. Somebody give God a hand clap of praise. And lastly, before I ask Minister LaShawn to come up and lead us further in our service... There may be somebody who's saying, I, I, I want to be connected to this church. I feel a strong tugging. I, I've never heard the word preached like that and taught like that. And I feel like this is the place I need to be connected to. If you, if you believe that, send us a message on Facebook or send us an email to churchoffice at bay.org. There may be somebody this morning who's just been visiting who says, I want to be a member of this church. I want to be connected to this church. You can just lift your hand. That's you send us a message. We'd, I'd love to be a pastor. We'd love to be your church family. Amen. I'm going to ask Minister LaShawn to come at the sign. Can we give God a hand clap of praise for her? I am confident that you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident because God is sovereign. And whenever our sovereign God sends us a message for a reason, He wants us to respond. My prayer is that you respond by allowing the word to be planted in you so that it produces God's will for your life. Until next time, strive to not simply come to church, but to become the church.